SFFYAL listeners, and welcome to Backlist to the Future, our bi-weekly installment of recommendations from the deep and sometimes dusty corners of science fiction and fantasy. Because one show every two weeks is just not enough to cover all the books we want to talk about. I'm Sharifa Williams, I'm recording on April 6th, and today I'm talking about thrilling SFF. But before I get into my picks, I'm going to tell you about something we're doing over here at Book Riot, which is the Deep Dive, our new Substack newsletter. Looking for fascinating stories, informed takes, useful advice, and more from experts in the world of books and reading? Subscribe to Book Riot's newest newsletter, The Deep Dive, to get exclusive content delivered to your inbox. Subscribe and choose your membership level today at bookriot.substack.com. So with The Deep Dive, we are tapping our in-house experts to share some longer gems, some longer pieces based on a lot of years of knowledge about books and publishing. A lot of us have been in this world for a long time, have read a lot of things, followed trends and such. And so we're using that expertise and experience to talk about some subjects that, you know, strike us as important or interesting or to give you some takes you might not have heard and to share some informed opinions. So for $5 a month, you can get the deep dive edition of our newsletter, which features those longer form pieces in your inbox twice a month. But if you are on the fence or you need some time before making the commitment, you can get a free subscription to the splash pad, which rounds up some of our experts recommended reading and bookish lifestyle goods every month. So again, you can choose your membership level at bookriot.substack.com. All right, let's hear from a sponsor and talk about some thrilling SFF. Today's episode is brought to you by Greenleaf Book Group. No summer vacation should be without a great read. And I don't know about you, but I am partial to mysteries and thrillers for my hot month reads. It's hot girl reading summer always over here. And from the award-winning librettist of Legally Blonde, the musical and the screenwriter of Freaky Friday, Heather Hawk, comes the page-turning psychological thriller, The Trouble with Drowning. So when author Eden Hart floats into Tucson's Antigone books and all her dazzling perfection to give a reading, Kat, a struggling writer, can't help but compare herself. Thankfully, Kat's life starts to take on its own Eden-like glow when her literary future takes shape and she falls madly in love with Jacob. As demons from her past begin to surface, Kat's mental health craters and this halcyon dream slips through her fingers. For the fastest paced slow burn you won't be able to put down, be sure to check out The Trouble with Drowning by Heather Hawk on Amazon or your retailer of choice. And thanks again to Greenleaf Book Group for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Harper Muse, publisher of Troubled Waters. Troubled Waters is an intimate portrait of two generations, a granddaughter and a grandmother, coming to terms with what it means to be family, black women, and alive in a world on fire. In heartfelt lyrical prose, Mary Inez Hegler weaves an unforgettable story of the climate crisis, black resistance, and the enduring power of family. 
narrated by Janice Abbott-Pratt and written by climate justice writer Mary Anise Hegler. The Troubled Waters audiobook is available everywhere May 7th. It follows Corinne as she plans to stage a dramatic act of resistance and peels back the scabs of her family wounds and puts her safety in jeopardy. Both grandmother and granddaughter must bring their unspoken secrets into light to find a path to healing. Known for her essays that dissect and interrogate the climate crisis, drawing heavily on her personal experience as a black woman with deep roots in the South, Mary Inez Hegler brings us her first work of fiction titled Troubled Waters. Make sure to pick it up. Thanks again to Harper Muse, publisher of Troubled Waters, for sponsoring this episode. Okay, so for my first pick, I'm going to talk about a science fiction novella that I love and that I know I've talked about before. It's The Murders of Molly Southbourne by Tade Thompson. Um, We love Tade Thompson over here. We read Rosewater as one of our book club episodes. And I would say that every book I've read so far by Thompson is a thrilling book. And this one is in particular. So both of the titles I'm going to talk about today are for people who love thrillers, people who love science fiction and fantasy, of course. So this is when you just want to be on the edge of your seat for the whole book. Um, It's just a ride and there's some adventure involved. There's probably some chasing and some running involved. And in Uh, The Murders of Molly Southbourne, that is definitely true. So again, this is a novella, so it's a short one, and it follows Molly, Molly Southbourne, of the title. And Molly is living on a farm with her parents, and her life seems pretty, you know, basic and boring, but it really, truly is not. Uh, Something happens to her parents, and her whole world is thrown into chaos and disarray and she's kind of known some things about herself that are unusual she's lived a pretty isolated life uh, with her parents they don't really mix and mingle they are on a farm again they are kind of like physically isolated from other people which is funny because I feel like this is like the second time in like the last 30 days that I've talked about a young woman living with her parents on a farm in a book. But that seems to be the theme. And Molly has a very particular issue. She is haunted by doppelgangers. There are Mollies wherever she goes. And there's a reason that these doppelgangers populate and they are tied to a biological function That is really hard to control. Every time she bleeds, she produces a new Molly, a doppelganger. And these doppelgangers are really unpredictable. They can be really dangerous. And they're, of course, terrifying. Like, she's been plagued with these Mollies since childhood. And she's had to learn how to deal with them. And So as you might imagine, she has gone through some pretty horrible things since she was young because the way you take care of a doppelganger, like you can't let them go. You can't let them just live and be free in the world. So there are some really gruesome, violent moments where these mollies are taken care of. And 
they tend to be really angry. So this is where a lot of the violence and and a lot of the scenes where fighting breaks out happens. And so we go through Molly's life. We start with her childhood. We're jumping around a little. We know from the beginning that she is in trouble as an adult. Things have taken a terrible turn. And we're going back in time to figure out what was going on with her and what she learned about herself, why she's like this and why this is happening to her, especially when she leaves the farm and she realizes that, you know, this is not just a problem that plagues her there. She's she's also dealing with it, trying to have like some semblance of a normal life and just finding it completely impossible and endangering the lives of not only herself now that she's um, amongst others, but basically she is just a danger to everybody she meets and everywhere she goes, there is the possibility for creating chaos. So this is a really, Molly is like one of those really great characters who is complex, multifaceted, layered. Uh, she is a bookish person who is also super um, ready to fight. She doesn't uh, she doesn't put up with a lot of things and she knows how to handle herself. Obviously, she's had some experience with fighting since she was a kid. So she knows how to do things that I truly would not want to know how to do um, and how to take care of herself in some really terrifying ways. But there's a lot of like intrigue involving science um, in this book. And there's just endless edge of your seat moments. And I would say when I thought about this, this theme for this episode, this was the first book that came to mind. So again, that was The Murders of Molly Southbourne by Toddy Thompson. Now for my next pick, which is a fantasy book, I was thinking like at first I, I was going to make this the SFF thrillers, like I was going to be more specific and say this was a thrillers um, theme, but thrillers is kind of hard to pin down. So I'm keeping it to thrilling, which this book is Six of Crows by Leigh Bardugo. And this is not only thrilling, but it's a heisty crime book featuring some people who are, you know, on the outside, um, who have lots of problems and who come together to do this really dangerous, high-risk mission for their benefit. And it's absolutely, I don't know if you would call, like finding a fantasy thriller, it turns out, is like a challenging thing because there's lots of conversation about can a fantasy book even be a thriller? But this is thrilling, I will say. So uh, this is a a really great adventure, a dark adventure. And it has everything you expect from Leigh Bardugo. Lots of world building, great storytelling, and really interesting characters. And this is a multiple perspective story. So you get to hear 
uh, what's happening, like the series of events from multiple perspectives. And you even get to go back and after you've heard about how something went down from one character, you get to hear about it from another character. And there's always like, it's always different because, you know, people are different and they see things differently and they carry their own biases and thoughts and uh, background with them. And that's for sure the case with these characters who have a lot of baggage, a lot of skeletons in their closet, and who think very differently from each other. And that's why they were brought together on this mission. So we have Kaz, who's kind of the ringleader of this group. He's very charismatic. He is also very deeply flawed. He has the most skeletons in his closet. And he pulls this group together because he knows that they have really different talents and they come from really different backgrounds. And he knows that they'll be useful because this mission will require a lot of different abilities. It is a huge, epic, challenging mission, probably the hardest thing they've ever had to do in their lives. But because these characters have been through so much and they have so much um they have so much going on in their lives and so many things that they need to solve in their lives this is worth it to them for whatever reason for numerous reasons uh that are unique to in each individual this mission and the awards they're going to hopefully get out of this mission that's going to pull them out of, you know, the grave they or other people have dug for themselves. So Kaz pulls this crew together. There are five of them to take on this big heist. And they're all looking for freedom from various things, debts and escape from whatever they're dealing with and some closure even. But they all have like really big problems. And sometimes they have problems with each other. So there's lots of conflict that's happening between the characters, between the characters and this mission, and lots of like real talk that has to happen as well. But this is also like super action packed. This book is filled to the brim with things blowing up, people finding each other, people chasing each other, you know, trying to do like Mission Impossible style maneuvers to secretly get away with things, just everything you would want out of a heist story. And if you have been following the adaptation of Shadow and Bone, which is another book in the Grishaverse, a YA book um, that's very popular, you've probably heard of it, we've talked about it on this show, uh, that series actually pulls together, it combos Shadow and Bone and Six of Crows. So you get some Six of Crows in there too. So if you haven't read it and you're really into, you're interested in watching the adaptation, I really recommend reading Six of Crows. It is different, um, but the reading experience is really fun. And this is the first book in a duology. So there's more to come if you love the first book. So again, that was Six of Crows by Leigh Bardugo, and this is another book in the Grishaverse. And that's it for Thrilling SFF. 
Uh, I hope these books keep you on the edge of your seat. I'm suddenly in the mood to find another one of these. It's been a minute since I read a thrilling SFF book, so I'm overdue. But thank you so much for listening. SFF Yeah! is sound edited by Caitlin Brame. Many thanks to her for making us sound great each and every episode. Thank you so much again for listening. You can email us at sffyeah at bookriot.com if you have any thrilling SFF recommendations, please send them my way. You can also review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you have a moment, that's really helpful. It helps people find us. And in the meantime, you can find me on Instagram. I'm at szainabwilliams, S-C-A-I-N-A-B Williams, and I'll talk to you next time. Thank you.